Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. This is Get Up Show. Well, hey, this is it. It's the Simon Says Podcast. We're the Get Up Show. Sean and Charlie and Maddie. Podcast number 90. Nine zero. About us. We would love it if you would subscribe and like and do all those things if you feel like you want to. And if you ever want to call us, 336-373-0987 is the number. No calls this week. Next week, we'll have oh, calls. I'm, t- I'm back on board. Are you? Or I'm not back on board. I am on board. What happened? Uh, I had a lot more fun the last time. <laughs> when we ran the phone calls? Yeah. Okay, good. So somebody call and tell Maddie you're happy that he wants you to call. This will be great. Neat. I fell down the rabbit hole on this website. I was looking up this song, Bobby Hebb's Sonny from 1966. You guys know the song? Yeah. No. You do. <laughs> you played it and I was like, I... Really? You didn't really know it? Not... I don't think... I mean, it sort of sounds familiar, but it's not a song that Ugh, ever meant it. anything to me. I love that. Always love that song. I'm trying to think because I don't know if it's his version that I know specifically or probably but that thing there's this website that i found here's the rabbit hole i was into that song my daughter and i were checking it out we both love it and then i found this website called whosampled.com oh neat and i found 149 covers of that song really so it's not just samples like like uh, say james brown is used in every hip-hop song ever um this is all covers as well as too. well as so if someone has done a cover of a song. Got yeah. it. Speaking of which, James Brown did a cover of Sonny. <laughs> did he really? Yes. <laughs> Pretty much if you can think of it. That's somebody's... a lot of covers of a song that really means nothing to me. Wow. Did Sly and the Family Stone? Because that was what no. who I thought it was. No. That's the didn't. one it didn't. All right, Charlie, right. give me a song that means something to you. Because this is fascinating. I, I looked up Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones. Yeah. yeah. Over a hundred covers of that. Including, uh, what's her face? Phyllis Diller. No. Yes. But yes, but no. Who is the, Who did the one in the... the... Britney Spears did one. No. Yes. Stop talking Stop about... Stop arguing oh, with oh, me. Oh, oh, In uh, Family no. Ties. What's yeah. her face? Uh, Mallory. Oh, Justine Bateman. Bateman. Yeah. In oh, that... I started watching Ozark. We can go back to that later. Oh, you did? <laughs> Finally, yeah. Okay. Charlie, give me a song that means something to you. Uh, let's see. Go with Borderline by Madonna. Okay, we'll see. We'll see if we got any of that. Borderline Madonna. By the way, Madonna is said that it's very taxing to write her own autobiographical movie. And that she's reminding herself of things that she forgot she did. <laughs> really? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Madonna Borderline. Might eventually load on this computer. This is great. 
This is really exciting. It's very Neat. exciting for our listeners. Here we go. Gives me time to think of a song that means something to me that would actually maybe someone might have covered. Because that's the hard part. Okay, it won't give me any Madonna. Seriously? Well, wait, I know wait. there's at least one cover out 26. there. 26. Okay. Borderline by Madonna has been covered 26 times. Jody Watley, The Flaming Lips, just to name a couple. Oh, that's cool. Isn't that neat? And I actually want to hear the Flaming Lips version at some point. You know, the thing is, I would love to want to play these for oh, yeah, you. but we can't do that. <laughs> we're legally bound to <laughs> not play not music. It's not how any of this works. I don't even think I could sing it poorly and get away with it. All right, you give me one, Maddie. So we've got 26 Borderline Madonna. All right. Isn't this um, fascinating? Gosh, it's thrilling. Try Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Oh. Just out of curiosity. I'm sure someone's done a fun version of it. You know, that's one of those things. There's a band that I really like. Um, it's a punk band called Me First and the Gimme Gimmies, and I've all they that. do is oh, covers. Yeah. yeah, their version of Jolene is fantastic. They also did, um, I think it's Kenny Rogers. She believes in me. Yes, it's one of my favorite songs ever. Not his, theirs. Huh? It's real fast and and like they also do show tunes, which are really neat. Like believe, really like so done in, in like a punk style. Um. I started playing those every once in a while when I DJ events. I'd I'd play something random off that, and people would be like, oh. "Holy crap!" There's over a hundred covers of "Smells Like Teen Spirit." Uh, anybody that would stand out right off the top: Patty Smith, okay. Tori Amos, Ooh. Fat Boy Slim, uh, Fat Boy Slim. Yeah, <clears throat> Isn't I think I've great? heard Tori Amos's, and it's like a slow. Oh yeah, all haunting. Stuff. Well, that's two people I haven't heard of in a while. Isn't it? She she was everywhere for a while. Speaking of Nirvana. The little naked baby decided, now that he's grown up, that that was not cool. And when they put the uh, anniversary edition out, he's asking for them to change the cover and to not have his little itty-bitty peen out there. You know, I go two ways on that one. Because part of me thinks, you know, give it a break. It's I think part of me thinks he, he's run out of money and he's jumping on a, a certain climate right now. I don't think he ever made any money off of it. His parents were paid $150 to yeah, do but- it. So I was just listening I to think someone. that he has milked that as far as he can go because I'm sure the man has gotten free drinks. <laughs> you know, hey man, you want to hang out? This is really cool. This is a baby from the Nirvana album. You know, whatever. He, I'm the naked he baby. has skated by in his life with that. And now all of a sudden it's he's not getting any attention anymore and he's trying another avenue. Someone was saying that he used to do appearances, like he would show up to places like you could you could pay to have their Nirvana baby show up. But yeah. did he prove it? <laughs> well, I'd like to think that things have changed since then. Like, hey. Let's hope so. But we don't know, think you're really the naked baby. Let's see it. But at the same time, I don't think I would put like I know I wouldn't have a license or I wouldn't allow a naked picture of my kid nat like on. Well, something. you have different values than his do. But the thing is, though, it's like don't tell anybody. You're the one who's walked around your whole life telling people. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that you're like the Nirvana could, baby. No, I would, he could yeah. walk in here right now and be like, "Hey, dude, what?" I wouldn't know what he looked like. I don't even know his name. Yeah. Charlie's gonna have to see it. <laughs> no, I don't want to. <laughs> it proved to me. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Let me don't tell people, and no one will know. No, I agree with that. And you know, that's the thing is, like, even if it's, it's you know, it's probably the case like they never thought it would go anywhere, and yeah. of course they wouldn't. They didn't realize it would become one of the most quintessential albums of our lifetime. Right. But you know, at the same time, yeah, if he never said anything, no one's, no one was walking around going, Jim Smith, aren't you that naked baby? Yeah. 
wait a minute. You know you what? You look familiar. You just said it was one of the most influential albums of our lifetime, and I, I know that people say that, but is, is this an unpopular opinion? I don't love grunge. No, that's, you're fine. That doesn't surprise me, given what you like. I don't love Nirvana. Yeah. I do like some other bands of that period, but I, uh, I'm not big on Nirvana, and I can only sort of deal with Pearl Jam. Stuntable Pilots is actually my favorite oh, I love them. band out of that time period, and yeah. they're not even from Seattle. <laughs> so Yeah, they were great. I love Smells Like Teen Spirit when it came out. Everything else I was like, eh, kind of sounds like that, but it's not as good. Uh, see, I, I really dug them. Well, but, I know. You're that guy. He was well, the right I, age, but that was too. also, But that was, to me, that was a style of music that opened the door to a lot different stuff than what I'd been exposed to and therefore like got me listening to a lot of different music. Did it? I mean, what did it What did it bring you to? What did grunge, what's the next step from grunge? And and Because I don't know. Uh, for me, it was more into punk, into uh, the influences of those bands. So like, I would say that I started to listen to trying to think of like specific bands but none of them would mean anything i tell you are these guys going to be around you look at who's on tour and you think about the biggest bands ever like i was thinking about fleetwood mac in that way they're all 70s and 80s rolling stones <laughs> they're all right on 80 and these are the big bands that are out there that are left what's going to be next is harry styles going to be doing this when he's 80 <laughs> years old in a stadium so. What's the, you know, what's the demo of some of those shows? Like, Everybody. Is it still like... People are taking their kids. Grandkids. It's the people who but grew do up on it. want to go? Yeah. But I mean... Like, I don't know. I mean, like, like I saw the Stones and it was, it was okay. How dare you? I'm but, just saying. Like, for me, Fleetwood Mac, I didn't grow up loving Fleetwood Mac, but as I got older, I appreciate them more, and I really wanted to go see them in concert. It's, you know... Which I can see that. But I'm just saying, like, I think that part of the reason why these bands are so big is that their audience now is of an age that has all this money and can do these things and take their kids to these things. But well, you know, when and Harry I get that Styles' audience is of an age and has all this money, are they still going to want to go see I them? don't think that's a good example because I don't know. Okay, we'll pick one because there's not anything like I that. I think the Foo Fighters will still be playing shows well in. I think Pearl Jam will still be playing shows. Like, the, these are okay. bands Pearl that, Jam um, doesn't play shows now. Who? Pearl Jam. Yeah, they do. Hardly ever. Well, it's they like play when they want. There was no in between. <laughs> it's like all the '70s rock gods are still doing it, and then like <laughs> some whether you want them to or not. Yeah, and then like <laughs> l poor Lover Boy, they're going and doing a hundred shows a year in at fairs and stuff. But people are still going to see them. I get that, but there's no in between. It's all the '70s it bands, and then a vast expanse of. Man. Well, Loverboy's fans are poor. <laughs> no. I don't know. <laughs> you know, that isn't I think there's a, there's a draw for certain bands, and like, yeah, some will get an arena still. But, yeah, it, it, there is a lot. I mean, that was like seeing the that dude from Smash Mouth at a very Aww. poorly attended beer festival uh, just completely falling apart. He retired. Or the he, fact that even the kid from Puddle of Mud that they still tour, oh, and he's fallen off the rails like 8,000 oh, yeah. times over. Gosh, okay, back to Smash Mouth, because he did threaten somebody's life from stage at a show the it other happens. day. <laughs> it shouldn't. It, no. He, no. He threatened not just to kill him, but to kill his whole family, and he said, I am serious. Yeah. So then uh, the day later, he retires from music. And Smash Mouth is now looking for a new lead singer right now. And yeah. he's blaming all of these outbursts on 
some health problems. Hey, it could happen. I mean, that's uh, he, he drinking had, is a health problem. He had gas allegedly. He was he was grumpy. <laughs> he didn't have he didn't get his nap, and he had gas. But you know, think of it this way: he ate too much broccoli. And you know, I always think about this <clears throat> when you see a band who was playing arenas. Like, think about this. Think about the fact that uh, what's his ball thing? Uh, Brett Michaels. Yeah. That Poison would play arenas and were the biggest rock band out there. And then we had a show where five people showed up at Green Street. He bought everybody beer, everybody well, in the crowd. In his defense, that was him by himself, not the whole but band. But I'm just saying, I mean, there's there's plenty of times where bands go from being arena rock gods to then, you know, that's got to be well a tough, tough pill to swallow. That was in Spinal Tap. But um, you were, you wanted to come back to something. Oh, Ozark. You're watching Ozark now? Yeah, I'm on episode three. Oh, so you're I, just starting. No, no, no. I, I am. But it's funny because it's like the way you guys have talked about it and characters. So it's funny. So like episode two is when they introduce, Ro- uh, what's her name, Rose? Yeah. Uh, Ruth. Ruth. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh, what's this girl going to be about? You know, like, because everyone talks about how great that character is. She's awesome. But Love I mean, her. yeah, I mean, right the, she grows. Yeah. And I could see where they would go with it. But again, no. I forgot. Like, I had to rewatch. I started over with episode one. And uh, I forgot how, like, jarring it is. Just yeah. like, all right, here we go. Yes. Um, And then, you know, it going from there. And it's just, it's a great guy. It is a great concept. I think I just, it's one of those shows where you, when you hear that something is kind of a dark, show like you got to be ready for it it's oh, like, all right here we go and it I'm gonna never do it. stops I'm gonna do it now you're on episode three it never stops mm-hmm. and oh you're gonna love it which is funny because bateman jason bateman is such he he strikes me as such like a nerd not nerdy guy but he's got that kind of persona of just kind of a wishy-washy but like regular guy yeah, yeah. and he it's weird to see him in that uh, a role of, uh, you know, he's the top money launderer of the cartel or whatever. But mm-hmm. that's what makes him, what makes it interesting is because he does seem like this regular guy and regular dude has to figure out yeah. how to do these things and keep from getting killed. It's crazy. <laughs> which is part of, and everything else. Which is part of why I really liked Breaking Bad is that, you know, the Walter White character was just a, a teacher, and yet he then gets thrown in with the meth, you know, dealers mm-hmm. and skinheads, and you know, cartel, and that one I've never seen. I've I've got my bar set so high with Ozark. I think I, you'd like Breaking Bad. I, Breaking I do, Bad is like is crazy. I just don't know if I want to invest. You oh, know, right so now gosh. I'm waiting for the next season of Ozark, which won't be until 2022, and that's enough for me. I can hang out. You know, with shows like that that have so much hype. I have a hard time because I want to love it from the very minute I turn it on. And we all know that the first like two episodes is the setup. Yeah. So it's not that great from the minute you turn it on. But if I'm, if it doesn't pull me in right away, I'm like, well, I really love this. This sucks. You know, what's funny is I tried cause I'm, I'm in a kind of a show hole and that's why I kind of hit Ozark. I'm like, well, now's the time because mm-hmm. I, I'm not watching anything. I went back and rewatched something and, um, but I tried watching the new show, La Brea. Yeah. And it's, so it's a regular TV show. I, I call it regular TV. Whatever. It's on network television. I don't know if it's CBS or NBC, but either uh, way. So the whole idea is like the La Brea, like a giant sinkhole opens up where the La Brea tar pits is and mm-hmm. everyone disappears. But it turns out that they've time traveled back to 
La Brea of old, like 10,000 years ago. Yes. Not not dinosaurs, but like uh, saber-toothed tigers. It's like a giant sloth, isn't there? Oh, wow. Yeah, that sounds neat. But I can't. It, it, when you talk about like, all right, here's the setup, but the character setups were awful. Like, it's oh. just like, ugh. Huh. <laughs> Would you guys take a vaccine for poison ivy? I've never had it or not. I'm not. I don't have a problem with it. Famous last words. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people say that. Yeah. Uh, I'm with Maddie, like in the sense that I've never gotten deep into it and had a horrible case of it or anything. But if I were, especially if I were a person who was highly allergic, I would. I heard something similar. Like if there was something else that I had a problem, I'm trying to think mosquito bites. Or uh, poison oak. What about poison sumac? We have all the poisons covered. Aren't you happy now? <laughs> Yay. No, Hooray. You need to get your, um, there, it's not out just yet, but they're working on a poison ivy vaccine that you'll get once every year or two. And then you can just roll in it and rub it all over you and smoke it and have no issues whatsoever. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, it's God, what I've been is. waiting for my entire life. There was a guy we know who was cleaning off a lot, and he was had a fire going while he was cleaning to throw the brush into, and he threw a big pile of poison oak, poison ivy, whatever, into the fire, and then as a result got poison ivy inside and outside from breathing the smoke. I remember. I was just going to say, I remember that. Isn't that crazy? Was that um, the person who used to work for the country yeah. station? Yeah. I didn't realize that that happened. I knew he got poison ivy really bad. I didn't know he breathed it in. Yes. He was breathing poison ivy smoke. Oh, my gosh. But just think, if he'd have had his vaccine, you know, if we could fight. time travel. Yeah. And breathe it all day long. That's right. Oh, man. I am out there good. in the woods hiking, grabbing everything to wipe now. <laughs> when's the last time you went in the woods i just saw another thing about two weeks ago um forest bathing that is so well, good for you maddie's to, our camper but i don't mean like going out and washing your hair outside which i do fully endorse if you've never washed your hair in the rain you've got to do it uh, i've said it a million times you can't believe the lather you can hardly reach your hands on top of all the lather you get when you wash your hair in the rain <laughs> you're a weird it's dude so it's like you this make, you make like marge Simpson yeah, hair it's like that it's like that foam, that bath foam we used to make little guys out of and <laughs> play with. Mr. Bubble. No, no, not Mr. Bubble. It was that foamy stuff where you could turn it into something. I was poor and never had it, but I knew it existed. I saw it on the commercial. Spray foam? Those fancy Insulation? kids. Insulation? It's like that. Yeah. But no, they say if you go out and spend time in a green space, it's so good for you. Mm -hmm. It's so good for your brain. How often are people really doing it? Because we've got, this town has more green space than any town of its size in America. It's cool, man. There's a lot of good na like national parks and hiking trails and all sorts of stuff to do. It's, in Greensboro alone, there's plenty of stuff. You can go walk around. Yeah, I like just watching it. I like to look at the webcams. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I don't if that's think the that same counts. thing. <laughs> it's, it's experiencing it. And from is the it comfort. webcams of nature or the other webcams? Uh, nature. Oh, okay. Yeah. Every time I walk out into the green space of my backyard, I just see the weeds I need to pull and the grass that needs to be mowed. <laughs> oh, wow. We've got an issue with that. I just saw it on our neighborhood website. There's this house that's been vacant for a while, and it was for sale, and it was like $650,000. And I thought, why in the world is that house so much? And then I looked it up, and come to find out we could all live there because it's got three kitchens. It has separate, you know, bathrooms, living quarters for these three quadrants. Oh, so it has like basically three apartments in it? Bigger than that. And one of them looks like a resort. And I was like, OMG, this is huge. This is great. And then they took the for sale sign down, and the weeds have grown up past the windows. 
And one of the people in the neighborhood said, this is a perfect place for somebody to sneak in there and live among the weeds. Even though this is a nice neighborhood, it could happen because no one's taking care of that grass. That happened over in my neighborhood. Somebody moved into the weeds? Over off of like uh, Irving Park and like Latham Park area, somebody, uh, there was a real big house that someone was squatting in. And then they actually, someone finally bought it. But it was a, a real big, like, I think it even made the news, which was funny. Oh, they Wait, were squatting in the they house. They were squatting not, in the house, not the house. just in the weeds. Oh, you're talking about in the weeds. <laughs> yeah, that's what the lady was saying. Somebody could move in there and then hide out and in the weeds. live in the weeds. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, they were in the house. They, sorry. The squatting thing is real. This buddy of mine I used to work with bought a house in Arizona, which was kind of an investment. And then he, you know, moved out there to take a radio job. And when the radio job went away, he decided he's going to sell the house and move back to Maryland and do his thing there. Well, at some point, this guy got in there and changed the locks, and there was nothing he could do about it. He had to let the house go because there's some kind of squatter protection or something. I don't out there. understand. I think that those are like really old laws that are somehow still on the books that shouldn't be because it used to be a thing back in the day about, you know, claiming land and what have you. But sure. How is it okay for just some random person to move into your house and then it's theirs? Isn't that crazy? And if that is real, where's the biggest mansion in this area? Because I am moving. <laughs> you got to get in there when nobody's home. Oh, I can get in there. And you got to be ready to change all of the locks before they get home. There's a lot to it. I'll figure is it out. Is that the key? You have to get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you have to change Basically, the locks. Well, I'll just figure yeah. out when they're on vacation, which is what usually happens. And then I'll get the, in there and change out the lock. The master thief is, is working out her process. Oh, that's right. Criminal mastermind. Why you're doubting me. <laughs> there's a guy, when you say that about the overgrown lawn, mm-hmm. uh, once again, proving that there's a channel for everything on YouTube, there's a guy, and then it led me to the rabbit hole, there's more than one, but this one guy, he goes around and he just finds these abandoned properties with overgrown lawns and he mows them and takes like does everything to it, like mows, edges, trims, everything for free. And all the money he makes is off of the YouTube channel. You know somebody's pissed off at that. Like, hey, I didn't ask you to cut that grass. You didn't have any right to come in here and cut that knee-high weed patch. And that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. But I hope that also it's like the, for every one of them, there's you know, like all the neighbors are like, thank you for no, finally. Look, nobody asked you to do that. I'm calling the police right now. According to your neighborhood, they're probably like, oh, God, he's going to run over all the people living in the grass. Uh-huh. <laughs> That was my first thought was why didn't somebody just go in there and whack it all down if you're that worried right. about it? Yeah, just exactly. Do it. If you're going to talk about it, go do something. Well, that goes about back it. to the conversation. It's like, you know, I think we were talking about that. There, there was a, somebody in my neighborhood whose lawn was getting pretty high, and I thought they might have been an older person. And, and, you know, I was like, well, why don't you go up there and mow it? I'm like, I don't know how I feel. Yeah, I got told not to do that. There was one in my neighborhood, and uh, one of the guys said it was the epitome of ass hattery. If I were to go and cut that person's grass without them asking and without me telling them, really? Well, yeah. no, you can't just you can't just go and start mowing. I mean, you've got to at least knock on the door and say, nah. "Hello, old lady that lives here by yourself. Can I mow your grass?" Nah, that'd kill all the fun of it. That yeah. clandestine lawn. You mowing. don't mow grass. <laughs> what I like are you to talking look in about? Their face. It's like uh, what? Yeah, I haven't mowed a lawn in a long, long time. I used to love doing that on a riding mower. Mm-hmm. Around and around fun. and around. You would love our yard. It's humongous. Oh no, I'm not, I don't love it that much. <laughs> it takes about an hour and a half to mow our, or more to mow our lawn. 
So speaking of the big house where we all could live together, that's a new thing that the young folks are doing. They're going in in groups and buying a house. What would that be like? When I was little, I used to think that would be so cool to have like a castle, like Def Leppard used to live in this giant Mm. estate, this huge mansion, and it was so big that they all lived there and they never ran into each other. See, this is why you rent apartments with roommates. You don't go permanent buying houses. It'd be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, but at some point you're inviting. It's like that whole idea. It's like uh, mixing business with pleasure. It's like, what what if this friendship falls apart and then we got to try to break up a house? Mm. Yeah, there's so much more legally that you have to do that's, I mean, you might get in there. You never know somebody truly until you live with them. We all know that. And you get in there and then you're like, oh my gosh, this guy is a complete asshat. And you just don't ever, you're, you want them out, but you've bought this house together and he doesn't yeah. have to relinquish relinquish his portion. This is like people who buy beach houses with other families and then they end up hating each other like poison, even though they're never there at the same time. It's like, ah, who put water in the soap? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, with other families or with their or own family? Your are, are own we, family. Is, is, oh, this, yeah. is this crossing over into... A- oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> we got a great thing going with our little house. Nah, we're super great. And, put water in the soap. And we even go at the same time. No, that was really an issue that I overheard. Really? Yeah, that uh, water thinned it out. Water had been added to the pump soap at the sink, and it was an outrage. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you got to let some things go. But I just think buying a house together. With, now, when you're older, if, like, say, my relationship didn't work out, my friend Wendy and I have a deal that we may buy a house together and, you know, just be live there like grace and frankie or something but when you're young you don't know what's going to happen is she hot she's beautiful yeah <laughs> you're not invited um, <laughs> you're not part of this pact damn it i don't get to do nothing but when you're young you don't know what your life's gonna bring you don't you know you've bought this house with people and then all of a sudden you meet the love of your life and you're going to get married well then what happens well you, you know, know that's all these that's a good point because imagine you know think about the times like i lived with a buddy of mine forever and we were tight but I did not get along with his girlfriends. Right. And so imagine if we owned the house together and then his girlfriend's there and uh, and she's talking about the cheetahs again. I'm just imagining the three of us owning a big place together. It's got to be really big. Ooh. It would have to be the one with the three separate kitchens. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. It's perfect no. for this kind of setup. No, no, no. Only two kitchens. You guys are Sorry. cooking. <laughs> yeah. You don't want me cooking. I think you got to be in charge of your own meals. I don't think I need to step up and cook for you. But why can't we share some time? Yeah, uh, when we have those family meals. And then we'll right. take turns. So every third. I'm moving out. <laughs> I'll wait already. <laughs> yeah. This isn't working out like I thought. I haven't even unpacked yet. I want to have my way all the time. And, and I then, don't, I'm not interested in what you want. I'm not dusting all your collectibles. <laughs> oh, you don't dust them. You can't, <laughs> that's right. you can't dust them. It, that's what part do you of the aging process. Some of them have paper labels that could be destroyed, and some of them are so delicate that the, the all mere right, act. I'm moving out. <laughs> You can't dust that stuff. Okay. You just keep it. I keep it in a dust-free environment. There ain't nothing making any dust in there. Really? Yeah. I don't have dust. Uh-huh. No. Dust is scared to go in his house. That's right. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> what is exhausting you right now? Are you exhausted? <laughs> Are you finding yourself exhausted? You. Emotionally charged TV shows. You don't even know that they're doing it to you. Sometimes. Like, well, it's like my wife won't let us watch. Uh, we can't. We still haven't watched the last two episodes of the uh, the Handmaid's Tale. You 
haven't watched those yet? No, but she because she's got to be in the right mood because oh. she gets all fired up right before bed. Oh, it's you've like, got to, though. Really? I know. I know. See, I've not seen any of these damn shit. Like that and the squid game that I'm scared to watch. I don't know if you'd like Handmaid's either. That's it's real. It's pretty intense, but it is good. Yeah. Waiting too long between meals. That makes you exhausted. It just makes me makes hangry. Makes me hangry. Yeah. I'm on that fasting thing, my intermittent fasting, and I like it. You know? I don't know how you can physically do that because when I go, like I remember back when I was, I'm going to lose weight. I'm just not going to eat lunch. Yeah. And I would get like physically ill, nauseous, headache. Drink a cold water. Can't see straight. Oh, oh I, I don't did have that. my water. Oh, you're, there he goes. I'm water starving. supposed to make up for it. <laughs> no. You've heard that thing that says, you think you're hungry, but you're really just thirsty. Yes. No, I'm not thirsty anymore because I drank some water, but I'm still hungry. I don't eat all day. And I eat at the same time in the afternoon, and that's my routine. Me and Jennifer Aniston do it the same way. We can eat one M and M, no big deal. <laughs> yeah, or some toast with salt, like Victoria Beckham. Working at a messy desk, it's making you exhausted. I'm Actually, fine. your desk is clean. I'm good. Your desk is clean. Mm-hmm. Yours is the messiest of all my three desk, of us. My desk. I have no idea what's on that thing. <laughs> you really do have a nice stack of papers going. I well, I might need that. There might be something in there that we need a call back on. Hey, what was? Who was that guy who lost all that weight and then stole that car? Oh, I've got it. It's in my stack. <laughs> sure. Making plans too far in advance. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't like that. I can't do that. And it's hard because like I found like with the camping thing, like you have to reserve sites like months in advance. It's like, I don't know. I want to be able to pick up and go, man. Well yeah. that and also just like, you know, the weather. When the weather backs like doesn't cooperate, you're like, Well, no, I don't want to go. Oh yeah. Having too many tabs open on your computer at the same time. Nah. That'll drive you crazy. It pushes your brain into overdrive. Yeah, I don't usually do that. Well, one of our bosses does that, and I don't think he's ever closed them. <laughs> he as, just keeps adding new ones. As long as I've known him, he's been opening tabs. If we think of something, he doesn't do like normal people and just, you know, whatever he's on, go from that page to Google. No, he opens a tab and goes to Google. And then if he thinks of something else, opens another tab and goes to Google there. I want to see that search bar. Oh, it's crazy. The tiny little. (laughs) You can't even tell what they are. No, you can't. This is one. Taking phone calls right away. You mean like when they come, right right when they ring? There's very few people that I'll answer on that. That's like you guys and maybe family. I don't answer. You answer. Do I? There are certain people that. I have to be in the right mindset to answer their phone oh, God, call yeah. because they're really talkative. And it's like, uh, I don't have 45 minutes for this. And so you just don't, like, you can't have a quick phone call with that person. So those, oh, I God. don't always answer. Isn't that sad? Because I feel like knowing that and seeing the, the caller ID pop up and knowing that's 40 minutes, I might never talk to that person again just because I can't <laughs> handle it. I don't do that. I try to make a time. And be like, you know what? Okay, I've got time. I can check in. Let's see what's up. But I have to have a large window. To watch out of. (laughs) This is a good one. If you slouch, your body has to use more energy. Oh, please tell our teenage son that. And that leads to fatigue, making you exhausted just from not having good posture. My kid realized she used to be like, you know, what's his name? Schlepprock. All all hunched over, walking around, and I tell her, "Hey, you you know what? It's going to stick that way. You keep walking around all hunched over like that, slouching. It's going to stick that way." Then she got into theater class and realized that if she stood up straight, she could project more. And she watched the other kids slouching. 
boom, gone. She's, she stands up straight all the time now. Oh, I wish something like that would come along. Now she's real loud. Real loud. She's a loud singer. <laughs> so much singer. louder than the little slouchies. She's like, you know, Broadway voice. Good. I, I told you guys she's doing the Christmas Carol at the High yeah. Point Theater with all of its many, many, many nighttime rehearsals every day. <laughs> every single night. <laughs> oh, dude. My kid is starting to make plans later into the evenings. Like, duh, just because you're tired doesn't mean I'm like, yeah, but I still have to drive you. Right. You still have to be in charge and not drink yeah. daddy's special whiskey. Somehow you yeah, have to I get know. home. That's the worst. Daddy has to be sober and responsible. Taking shallow breaths will make you exhausted. <laughs> well, yeah, that's you need to ventilate. But you don't even out. think about that stuff. Not dimming your lights at night. If you got bright lights on, you're exhausted. I'm exhausted from learning what's making me exhausted. <laughs> yeah, this, this is terrifying. <laughs> oh. Why do we put mayonnaise in coffee? We don't. It's disgusting. <laughs> well, wh- where'd that come from? I came, in, I came in late on that. It came from Hellman's. They put up a tweet that said you should try it, but I really, really think they were joking. Everyone is trying it. I don't think they're joking. I just think that someone came up with a good idea. Like, how do we get people to talk about us? And there you go. I mean, oh, it's great. great. No, but I mean, I think it's a gimmick. I don't think that anyone oh, yeah, yeah. actually I, I thinks gotcha. it tastes good. Well, was it because of the taste? Were they saying that this was something that made your coffee taste better? I drink my yeah. coffee black, so I w- it'd take a long way for me to put mayonnaise in my coffee. Well, I have this friend who does a, a show in another city, and she and her co-host always taste the latest food trend and whatever, so they tried it. And they had hot coffee, which you think would melt down the mayonnaise. Oh, no. Ooh, it sits in there? It gets chunky. Oh, man. <laughs> they're like, yeah, no. Kind of mm. tastes the eggs. So you're <laughs> running into it as yeah. you drink it. They're like, yeah. I guess it's... you'd need one of those frother, like the frother things, like a little wand to like really blend it. Only An immersion blender? I guess. Only you two even know what that is. Oh, that's a great oh, idea. No, I'm talking about the one, the little foam whisk. Oh, okay. You know, the little circle thing that you go, whoo, whoo, whoo. <laughs> it's not the right one if it doesn't make that sound. No. What does it do again? <laughs> no, yours is broken. That's different. But uh, yeah, I saw just that. Broke it. I mean, I'm still trying to get a hold of the idea of putting mayonnaise on my chicken. But I mean, that what? red is good. No, mayonnaise on the chicken is supposed to be okay because the oils actually is. Oh, good. you mean the the that recipe to cook it? Well, like Dale Jr. kept telling me to put mayonnaise. Yeah, in my chicken. I tried that. That didn't work out well. I thought you just meant like putting mayonnaise on a chicken sandwich, and I was like, no, that's no, the perfect he's, combination. He's running no. around out by the coop putting mayonnaise on the chicken. No, on the chicken. <laughs> they don't like it because their that wings one. are really oily. That one likes Dukes better. <laughs> and then, uh, then there's a, the weird one with a lip that likes Miracle Whip. Stupid spread. <laughs> no salad dressing. But you know, I think that's funny though. And nowadays, it's it, you think about that's how you get traction, and that's how sure. you go viral. Oh, no, it was brilliant on Hellman's part. Oh yeah. So everyone's talking about it. So that's again, that's what we're missing you out. Gotta like, go we, buy like, a jar of Hellman's to try it out. Like, what would we possibly say that would make us go viral? And then, do we want that? <laughs> Why like, wouldn't you want it? Do we want that attention? Put Why not? No. I don't know if I want that much. I like being kind of where we are, in that we. We're we're I feel very happy and comfortable. We got a lot of people, great people that listen to us. But I don't know if I want the whole world to be like I do. Oh, they'll forget about you. That stuff comes and goes. Look at hide your kids, hide your wife. Who? <laughs> See? <laughs> See? He was the biggest thing going. And now where's right. he? What's well, he doing? Well then we need to get working on it. The, cool the golden tweet. voice guy, the golden voice homeless guy oh, that was Ken? doing the No what Ron? Is his name? I think it was Ken. I don't think it was either, but um, but he, you know, <laughs> the one that was like 
talking to people on the side of the what road. What was the name of the Golden Voice homeless guy who drank all the vodka? Ted. Was did, it Ted? And did the macaroni and cheese commercial. Is it Ted Williams? Ted Williams, look at you. I just, I don't know why. <laughs> wow, how about him? Because it's not the baseball guy. He's not the frozen <laughs> head. Not, not the frozen head yet. Oh, poor Ted. Yeah, but, man. Um, I don't know. It's like, I just feel like people like walk into that and then suddenly they're judging everything you do. They do that anyway. You have no idea how judgy people are. Right? You know, when we're doing the radio show, <laughs> there's like a million and a half people in and out listening and everything we say and do, they're judging us. Some yes. of us think it's okay. A lot of them just like can't stand that crap. You've never had your traffic reports critiqued like I have. I, yeah, not, no, not to the extent you, you have. Although Dale has told me things that I've done before too. <laughs> That I've, been, yeah, Dale. I've been told the wrong way that I pronounce words, yeah. that I say vehicle wrong, mm-hmm. that I um, called a road a certain thing that actually is a thing, but a trucker told me it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It's well, just, you need I to mean, get on it because I it know. sounds like you are really screwing up. But you know what? Maddie's right in a way because when there's more people who have access to it, more people are going to be vocal about disliking it. Oh, yeah. That was in D.C. I got the nastiest emails oh. from people. God Emails? Knows. I got those phone calls. Oh, I got that, too. Oh, I got some good ones. Yeah, yeah. I, I got told to die and oh, yeah. uh, to never speak again. Meet you outside. I was oh, yeah. told that I said my name too much on the radio. Like, Interesting. You know, every time we open the mic, we'll be like, you know, radio station, blah, blah, blah. This is Charlie, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I said my name too much. Did they say anything about the blah, blah, blahs? No, they love the blah, blah, blahs. Well, that goes back to the the idea of that, you know, for every person that likes you, the people who like you don't tell you that. Yeah. It's the people that hate you that tell you that. And so you got to remember, like, for every, you know, one hater, there's five that probably appreciate you. And sometimes they just hate you to see if they'll get a reaction out of you. And then when they do, they're like, oh, wait, I really like you. Oh, it Mm -hmm. really worked with me. I... Back in the day, I was tough guy, radio guy. I was like, oh, I'll take you right now. And Come like, on down here. Yeah. Okay. What's your address? I'll, I'll fight look. a turkey. <laughs> I will fight a turkey. Don't If that turkey calls up right now, I'll put mayonnaise on it and fight it. I learned the word cloying from a hate email. Somebody wrote in to go into great detail about all the things that they hated about me. Mm-hmm. And they one of the lines was, I find you cloying, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I was like, wow, cloying. Okay. I don't know that word. So I looked it up. It means like basically overly sweet, sickeningly sweet. Oh. And you agree with that, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah. Would you find me cloying? <laughs> I would find you cloying. <laughs> so I walked away from that email with, hey, I've learned a new word. Hey, and this person thinks I'm really sweet. Yeah. Look, I'd rather be. Yeah, I'd rather be that. Be all the way. Some, oh, no, they hated it. It's not, they didn't mean sweet in a good way. No, they meant you were like a butt kisser. Corny. Yeah, corny, corny butt kisser. And- hey, I built my career on corny butt kissing. Yeah, I really <laughs> couldn't find my media. I, I was either really, I was too dumb and people didn't like what I said or I wasn't dumb enough, I guess. I don't know. Uh, you were just, you, you went over the line sometimes. I used to listen to him on the radio. How dare you? You did. I did. Oh, I he did. He was fine in his place. He was young. Uh, he was young Maddie. As my boss told me, you sound like a little kid who learned a curse word for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I went a little bit too hard in the paint on the, I'm an edgy alternative DJ. I'm going to say shocking things. Needless to say. He killed the station and it doesn't exist I anymore. I did not kill the <laughs> station. It doesn't exist anymore. Woo! <laughs> 
And it happened right around the time that you left. After I left. Thank you very much. It, I mean. It went Spanish. It did very abruptly, mm-hmm. too. I love listening to it. By the way. Adios. I'll just say this. I'm listening to the Spanish station. Uh, which one is it? Lele. We've got La Raza and Lele. I listen to Lele all the time now. You do? Yeah. When I get out of here and I'm done listening to what we do and listening in my office and stuff, I listen to the Spanish station all the time. I even know what songs are in hot rotation now. There's the one that goes, Aron, Aron. Oh, I can't do any more than that. Or we have to pay for it. But- <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I've even been finding leads for the salespeople because I'll pick up enough of a commercial bit. What? Huh? Hiring fair? Really? And then I'll go back and tell them, you know, I heard this on the Spanish station. They're like, no, you understand what they say on there? Yeah. I always feel <laughs> our, bad. Our always, salespeople aren't exactly international. <laughs> I always feel bad when I feel like I should know more Spanish than I do. Pick it up, man. It's easy. Here's one thing that I learned while digging through hundreds of covers of Sunny by Bobby <laughs> Hip. There are Spanish versions. And knowing that song by heart the way I do, I hear it in Spanish. I'm picking up phrases because I, I know it. And then I hear it in Spanish. You know, you I, can do it. I do wish that I had taken Spanish in high school instead of French. I did both. I failed both. Because I believe that I would definitely use Spanish more. Miss Peralta stood up in front of the class and singled me out. And she said, I have respect for you because you're failing, but you continue to come to class. And that means a lot. <laughs> I started to take a French class in college, and, and the teacher like oh. goes, no, no. Dude, I tried to test out of French in college, and I figured out exactly how much French I do not know. Yeah. You pick it up. It didn't work. If you yeah. use it, like if, if you were to go to France and stay for, let's say, 20, 30 years, you pick it up. <laughs> you Eventually. Think? Yeah. Uh, the baguettes. Wow. It's like, wow. He took me right to Paris <laughs> oh right gosh. then. Oh, I'm dizzy. I was there in a cafe. <laughs> it was socks. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. You're welcome. It's like Pepe Le Pew in here. <laughs> that is podcast number 90 on the Simon Says Podcast. We love you. We're so glad that you joined us if you stuck through it. And we'll do another one. So like it and subscribe it and tell your friends. And Charlie, do you have a final thought for podcast number 90? Mayonnaise on chicken, good. Mayonnaise and coffee, bad. You hadn't tried it? I don't want to. Maddie, what you got? I don't know what they're talking about. I've been putting scranch in my coffee forever. (laughs) (laughs) Next time. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. (laughs) I know, right? 
I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.